0: Hey guys, welcome to episode 51 of A Wrestling Gal Podcast, providing you with the female perspective on all things wrestling. Join me, your host and wrestling enthusiast, Ella J, as today I am joined by the Black Widow, Blair Onyx. Now let's chat! Hello, everybody. Today, I am joined by the Black Widow, Blair Onyx. So, how are you doing today?
1: Uh, I'm doing great today. How are you?
0: Doing fairly well. It is a beautiful day, so I can't really complain much. Yeah, same here. So, firstly, how are you keeping yourself occupied during this quarantine besides working?
1: Oh, wow. You took away working.
0: (laughs) I mean, you can talk about that, too, but...
1: Um, I recently actually just applied to work in a warehouse mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, because it was a lot better money. And um, for now, while I can't wrestle, mm-hmm. I just want to honestly just work on ways that I can just get my financial and just personal life like fully in order and just get my whole life together. That's what I've been like focusing on.
0: Well, yeah, because, like, this economy right now is, like, fluctuating, so I completely get that, that we should focus on our financials, so I get that. But something I'm really interested to know is you obviously came over to the U.S. from Russia, correct? Yes, Yes, I did. where you were born. So can you tell me when and how you transitioned from moving around the world to the States here? Oh,
1: gosh. I was very young, so a lot of it was done for me, Okay, but I did not know one word of english when i moved here and they just put me in a regular first grade class <laughs> so oh my gosh I, re- <laughs> I would try to go up to like the girls and just try to talk to them but i was talking to them in russian so <laughs> everyone was just very i don't know if they were like worried or they just mm-hmm. were kind of like confused on why i thought everyone could understand me but i ended up learning the language in under two years just by watching like a lot of tv and just being around like english all the time
0: Mm -hmm. so no one like offered to like formally teach you you kind of taught yourself
1: um a lot of it yeah i I never really had like an english teacher Mm -hmm. i was part of like the english second language program at my okay i remember i actually had when i was older I had a teacher that came to my house and she taught me Russian because I was forgetting it. Mm So I never had a formal um, like English instructor, but other than like all my like teachers, of course. But I had like a private tutor that taught me Russian because my parents were so afraid of me um, losing it and losing the language. So I'm very grateful that like I had, I still know like Russian to this day. It has helped me.
0: (laughs) Now, I know you said you moved here when you were quite young still, but do you remember if there was any culture shock or anything surprising you noticed when you first moved to the States? Things
1: here were definitely a lot nicer than how I was living in Russia, because in Russia, a lot... Like when I was living there, a lot of families just lived in small apartments mm-hmm. and just like getting by was very difficult. Like there were weeks where like my mom, like she would buy me and my brother apples and we all had to split like one apple. So me and my wow. brother would have it and my mom would eat the core. Like things were rough <laughs> to say the least, mm-hmm. but I remember just when I moved to America, I just was, I was young, so I didn't have a lot of, like, old, relationship friends that I knew. Mm -hmm. Like I had my friends at school, but I was six. So I would be fine like to make other friends elsewhere. Mm -hmm. Like my brother, on the other hand, he was around 14. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was a lot harder for him than it was for me.
0: Mm -hmm. Now you actually started training to wrestle in between your college semesters in the summer. But can you tell me more about what college program you actually enrolled in and graduated with?
1: Uh, So, I went to the University of Illinois in Chicago, and I graduated with a degree in kinesiology Mm. with exercise and health promotion as, like, a concentrate, yeah.
0: What was your, like, goal from pursuing that program?
1: Um, For me, I when I went to school, I just really fell in love with anatomy and the Mm -hmm. subject and like learning about the body. And it was just something that I found so, so interesting. And I really, really wanted to teach. And I want to hopefully one day uh once I'm not a wrestler anymore my handle it I would love to go back and teach anatomy because I thought it was like the world's most beautiful Mm -hmm. subject like you're just learning about yourself and like how your body works every day without you thinking about it but wrestling was always my childhood dream Mm -hmm. and I could not stop thinking about it ever since I was like seven years old so I took the chance (laughs) and I figured out a way to go to my training academy and be able to finish college at the same time. And it was hard. It was definitely hard. I can
0: imagine. Mm -hmm.
1: My first week of wrestling school was actually my finals week in college.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah, yeah, so I was driving back and forth to my finals and driving to Davenport from Chicago, like in between Mm -hmm. to go and just learn what it's like to be a wrestler, and it was very, very difficult for me.
0: Now, that academy where you trained was Black and Brave Wrestling Academy, led by yeah. Mark Brave and Tyler Black, better known as Seth Rollins, respectively. But can you tell me more about the overall atmosphere of Black and Brave during your time there?
1: Um, I'm, like, to this day, those three months that I spent in that program really gave me just the overall understanding of how hard that you have to work to be a pro wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um it was by no means easy and there was a lot of tough love during those 3 months. A lot of times I didn't know if like I would be able to get through it, but just being able to get through a very tough time for me and just get through training and just understand that I will have to work as hard as I did during these 3 months for the rest of my career really led me to have a very success and like just very driven mindset, which I'm very grateful for.
0: And it was in that training where you met two of your best friends, two ladies I admire with the most utmost respect, Tarly and Elena Black. And I've had the pleasure of already chatting with Tarly, but can you tell me from your perspective, can you tell me more about your friendship and memories with her?
1: Uh, yeah, so uh, Tarly was actually in the same training class as mm. me. Um, Yelena, I met actually on, like, the independent circuit, gotcha. like, very, very soon mm-hmm. after. So she didn't go to Black & Bear, but we did train mm-hmm. there a few other. But Tarly, uh, she was amazing. She was so good to me. Um, she had a lot more wrestling experience than I did during our class. So uh, she was like my shoulder to cry on (laughs) when things were getting hard (laughs) and was really, really there for me. So she's a sister to me forever, just through those three months. And I'm really hoping to see her again soon.
0: Now, Tarly is from Australia. So have you ever considered or thought about traveling to wrestle in Australia? Because I'd really think that you would jive well there. But what do you think? (laughs)
1: I would honestly love to. Um, they have really big spiders over there. Um,
0: <laughs> that is true.
1: Yeah. So um, that would be a very very cool experience to see a huntsman spider. Um, it would just be I don't know. I'm. I feel like to see a spider that large, I would be surprisingly a little bit scared. <laughs> Like me and little spiders yeah. all day, but the big boys sometimes <laughs> um they're a little scary, especially if they bite, you know?
0: Well, if you're scared of them, that means I that is a no no for me. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah,
1: if I'm scared of spiders <laughs> that for us all. I don't know, just have have you guys looked up a huntsman, like how big they actually oh, are? Gosh. I don't see- and,
0: wow! I' not gonna lie. I am definitely afraid of spiders. So just means even, <laughs> even seeing a photo of them like creeps yeah. me out. But like you do, you girl. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but overall, just going to Australia just would be a dream in of itself because it's somewhere that I've always wanted to travel but if I got the chance to actually wrestle on their circuits and like against opponents that I've never worked with before I feel like it would be an amazing opportunity for me to just grow as a person and a performer it would definitely be something that I want to do in the future
0: that would be awesome to see you team up with Tarly oh yeah (laughs) I miss her yeah. Oh, she's a lovely person. But another good friend of yours is Elena Black, who you've squared off with multiple times. So yes, I'm inter- <laughs> so I'm interested to know, is there anything you've learned during those matches with her that elevates your performance so the next time you square off with her is even better? So how do you keep getting better and better in the ring?
1: I just think this goes with just working with anyone for over a long period of time. Um, Some of, like, some matches that I've had with Heather Reckless. She's also another Mm -hmm. independent um, just worker in the Midwest. Um, I've heard a lot because we have been just two girls that have constantly worked together, especially in our home company, SCW pro Um, with her and Yelena, just working with them over a longer period of time. You learn just from your mistakes. For example, um say you have a match and just things don't go as you planned and sometimes that happens but then you just step away from the mistakes that you made and you're able to ask yourself what can I do next time and especially if you're working facing a girl for a lot of matches or just for a long period of time you have the opportunity to do that which is great it's a very very like great way Mm -hmm. to learn grow as a performer
0: now, have you and Alina ever decided upon, like, a tag team name that you guys could use for yourselves as the Black Widow and the Sorceress of Sin?
1: Um, not with our, well, kind of. We call ourselves S.O.D., the Sisters of Destruction. Okay. We obviously modeled it after... Her brothers. Um, ...and Cain. Yes. <laughs> and so, I don't I just feel like it, when we started doing that, we first... Since it's so obviously, like, not a creative thing that we determined or, like, made up (laughs) ourselves, we started, like, using it as a joke, but then it stuck on, and S.O.D. was just so, like, catchy to me, so we just kept it.
0: I think it works, though. Like, yeah, it's not the most, like, creative, but, like, it definitely works for your darker characters, I feel like.
1: Yeah, I just, I don't know, like, it just stuck, and I feel Mm. like when things just, like, naturally and organically just stick with you, you should just roll with it, you know?
0: True. And now one of those bouts you had with Alina was actually last year at the Evolve event in Chicago in December, I believe. So can you tell yes. me more about that event? I know you guys worked a dark match, but you were still on the event. So how was it working with Evolve? It was so
1: amazing and just not... I didn't expect to like be given the opportunity to work on their show. So... I this was I remember the day before evolve was in Michigan so I drove all the way I believe isn't it was in Detroit so we drove all the way there and I helped out with ring crew mm-hmm. and just like helping out with the show and then the next day I did the seminar and it was hosted by Walter um mm-hmm. And he was very, very cool to learn from. And it was just overall like a very surreal day um, because we had like just like everything that the seminar contained, which was very informative to me. And then we got an opportunity to do a practice match in front of Gabe as well. And then um, afterwards, they told us that they wanted to put us both on the show. And it was very (laughs) It was very, very, like, over like, just so emotional for me yeah. because I'm so just new to wrestling still, and it was definitely an opportunity that I dreamed about and I didn't expect at the time, but given what we had, um, we definitely, like, did our best and i'm just very grateful for that day and i'm hopeful that i will keep working and earn more opportunities with them
0: i think you definitely will because you and like this whole like chicago-based group of people or like midwest i feel like you guys are all have a certain i don't know there's just something special about you guys and you guys like working with like rise and all of that is just an amazing opportunity and i cannot wait for the future for you guys once we get back to wrestling thank you that means a lot now taking a little step back i noticed that when you initially started training you came in with blonde hair but then you transitioned to a kind of magenta and then to blue now so was that a conscious decision to change your hair color in correspondence with your wrestling persona as a spider or what actually prompted those changes
1: So I have actually been bleaching my hair blonde since I was in eighth grade. Ah. (laughs) It was honestly years and years of me bleaching my hair. And I knew that my hair would not be able to keep up for a long period Mm -hmm. of time. So changing my hair to a color, I first of all, just always loved just colored hair. And and I talked about it for probably five years before (laughs) I did it always wanted to have blue hair. And I feel like me knowing that I didn't want to consistently bleach my hair anymore, I knew that I wanted more of a darker character in wrestling. Everything just made sense for me to do it then. And um, I am so glad that I finally got the guts to do it (laughs) because... I don't know, it just made me feel a lot more confident, and I feel like it made me stand out, and I just overall was, more like, so, so, like, excited to see my hair every day, and was <laughs> a very, like, positive thing to have.
0: Absolutely. Know, overall, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it was just, it really just made me feel more confident, and it feel like it really fit with my character, so that's kind of why I did it.
0: Yeah, it's a way of expressing yourself that I feel like works both in real life, and it works with your character well, so... Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. Now, I know you also have a gymnastics background. So how long or how in depth were you involved in that sport?
1: So I was involved in gymnastics as a child. So back in Russia, my parents put me into a gymnastics class when I was really young. Mm -hmm. But gymnastics in Russia was very different than how the classes are held here. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember we would stand in a line (laughs) and we would all go and, like, lay down on the ground, and our instructors in Russia would just, like, stretch our legs until we yelled.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. Yep. Yeah, I used to do gymnastics, and they didn't do that (laughs) to us. (laughs)
1: Yeah, and then so when I enrolled here, um, they put me into gymnastics in America. And um, I did it for a few years until um, I just kind of like fell out of love with it. Um, I just didn't really want to do it anymore. But I'm grateful that I did it, when i was younger because mm-hmm. it made a lot of wrestling and a lot of like learning the physical like ways to flip and like mm-hmm. cartwheel i had a lot of backup in it already because i was a gymnast when i was younger
0: hmm. now i it's obvious too that you look up to aj lee so i'm curious to know does the nickname black widow derive from her finisher at all or how did you actually come up with this concept to portray yourself as a spider
1: um, so I definitely, I definitely got my initial influence from AJ Lee,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, some from Victoria as well. So I thought of the arachnoid character. It just, I don't know, I felt, it felt natural to me. Mm-hmm. Um, And I struggled to make up a character for myself in wrestling for a long period of time, because I never knew what it was like to be a character versus being myself. So to me, to just be a spider felt like I had a lot of creative control stuff yeah. Because it just, I don't know, it just all really made sense mm-hmm. to me. A lot of these things, a lot of ways that I live my life, if something feels like it's bringing me joy and it feels right and it feels like this is going to take my character career to a new level or challenge me I want to try and so far I've found a lot of success and fun with having a fighter character
0: I do I think your character is really yeah I think it's really something special and if it feels natural to you then just definitely go with it you know yeah I agree too Now, I know you try modeling yourself, your own character work off of people who you look up to, such as AJ Lee, who we just mentioned, but also CM Punk and The Fiend, as I know you use the Sister Abigail moved. So can you tell me more how you specifically try to emulate them or use their influence into your work?
1: Um, so for me, when I watch wrestling, I, whoever I'm watching, there's always something that sticks out to me or something that just resonates with me. And so when I'm trying to develop my own character, um, from anyone that I think is really cool, like, for example, I think Alistair Black is insanely cool. Mm-hmm. I love the energy that he has when he makes his entrance, how he continues and like, makes that energy even stronger through how he wrestles and like Bray Wyatt mind games how his promos are just I feel like some of the best that have come from the past like decade just his whole idea of creating a character and creating art out of wrestling is something that I'm really really into so for me I looked at all these characters and I picked just a few things that I could incorporate with myself and for me that's very important to do because I don't want to be a parody off of Mm -hmm. one wrestler I want to be my own so for me to just pick the things that I love from a lot from just like a broad span of influence like from a broad span of wrestlers is just just for me um to just have a lot of wrestlers to just pick and choose from the things that i love and just be able to translate that to my own wrestling really gives me a lot of creative power on what i can do
0: now is there a certain match stipulation you'd like to tackle sometime that you haven't yet
1: oh my gosh i would love to do a no disqualification or like extreme rules match that sounds like so much fun to me
0: Now, what weapons would you think of using in that? Because I think you could b- really be innovative with your whole spider gimmick. What weapons would you love to use?
1: Um, I've been thinking a lot about finding a way to just incorporate a spider web. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how to do it yet. I would want to do it in a very, very unique and just eye-catching way. Um, But if I was in a hardcore match, I would want to... I would want to use thumbtacks. <laughs> I think it would be it's just something that I've always wanted to do. Um, and use a chair, a table. Like, if I have a hardcore mat, I want to go all out.
0: Well, yeah, you should want to. I think it could be really fun, but it would hurt a lot, but it would definitely be entertaining. Yeah, <laughs> I Now, something else I'm curious to know is the origin of the last name of your character, Onyx, which I know is a birthstone, but how did you actually decide upon this unique last name?
1: So, I had Onyx in the notes of my phone Ah. for years. So, for honestly years I would write in ideas of names and like gear and like what I wanted but I've had this note in my phone since I was probably like 13 14 Mm -hmm. so a lot of it changed but I always had onyx saved in there so I knew I want like initially I wanted that to be my first name but then I later changed my mind and made it like my wrestling last name Mm -hmm. and um I needed a first name so I remember me and a few of my friends were just sitting in my room trying to figure out like the best name to have and I ended up picking Blair from Gossip Girl. Yes.
0: I I love that.
1: A lot of people think it's um, because of like the Blair Witch and Mm -hmm. I think that's amazing too. Definitely influenced. But the reason why I picked Blair is because of Blair Waldorf.
0: (laughs) I love Blair Waldorf and Gossip Girl. Okay, now we got to talk a little Gossip Girl.
1: Okay, it's been a few years since I watched it's it. It's okay. But
0: who was your, fa- your favorite ship, though, from Gossip Girl? and Blair. Okay. And <laughs> who did you think was the most annoying character? Uh, let me think Gosh, I hope you don't say one of my
1: favorite. Most annoying. I'm sure the one that comes to mind right now is, honestly, Serena.
0: <laughs> okay, that's fair. She had her moments. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Now, without giving any spoilers away, have you watched the whole series? Yes, but a
1: long time ago. Okay.
0: A very- so do you remember the ending where gossip girl was revealed i'm sure you do yes so do you are you still mad without giving spoilers away actually who cares were you like kind of surprised that gossip girl was who it was or do you think it should have been someone different because i personally think it should have been someone different because it made no sense to me and i was kind of disappointed but what were your thoughts on that ending
1: Okay, I just want to make sure I have my facts straight. Also, spoiler alert, we're talking about Dan, right? Yes. Okay, okay, cool, cool. It's been, honestly, years. Um, I was shocked. Um, I did not expect it to be him, but, you know, just, I feel, I feel like I was happy with the ending. Um, the writers had this in mind, mm-hmm. and I don't know, I enjoyed it. I wasn't mad at it, personally. Okay, fair enough. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but now switching gears here, I'm curious to know what's your music taste like.
1: Oh my gosh, I currently love um, Doja Cat. Okay, and yep. Megan Thee Stallion. I love mm-hmm. those are my right now. Um, I also like a lot of like alternative music, um, music that I can work out to and listen on road trips. Like I it right now, what I've been listening to lately. So lately, I've been really into. Yeah, the nineteen seventy five. I've been listening to a lot of them, mm-hmm. and Frank Ocean, Travis Scott. Yeah, that's generally my music taste.
0: Now, what are some songs that get you the most amped up on your workout playlist?
1: Oh, I really like um, songs that kind of are made for CrossFit. Um, they're, they have a very like they're usually a remix, and they have like some like popular songs and. A lot of the times just it really helps me get through my workouts to have just a song like, at 100% like game mode mm-hmm. the whole time.
0: Fair enough. As you should when you work out, you want to be like amped up and all that. So I get that. A
1: lot of playlists on Spotify. Like Spotify Premium is honestly like my baby.
0: It's same. <laughs>
1: I just look up, like, crazy workout playlists. I like listening to new music. I get tired of music very quickly. So I I like to go through other people's workout playlists sometimes, and sometimes they're really fired.
0: (laughs) And now lastly, you know, upon my research for this interview today, I came across something you said that really stuck out to me. And when you were asked what some of your future goals were, you said that one day you wanted to be an advocate for mental health and this month is Mental Health Awareness Month, and I myself have a degree in psychology, so I totally understand and relate to that motivation. But to you, what do you think drives you to be an advocate for such an important topic of mental health?
1: Um, Personally, just myself and my struggles. Um, I've had a lot of just depression and just a lot of just personal self-struggles that I've dealt with ever since I was a young girl. And Working through a lot of those issues made me so much stronger and the person that I am today. So if I can do that one day and help and just show someone, hey, I was in your position at once too. This is what I did, and this is what you can do too. That would be just one of my dreams. But I, right now, I feel like I'm in a position where I'm still trying to figure myself out. Mm -hmm. Um, Still growing up and trying to figure out what i value in life and just what i want to be so i feel like you need to know who you are and you need to be confident in yourself and before Mm -hmm. you help others in such an extreme case
0: It does. And yeah, like, I completely understand you got to take care of yourself before you can take care of others. And you're still at an age, you're not that much younger than me, I don't believe I'm only 22, almost 23. But yeah, you're still at an age where you're trying to figure out who you are and like, what you want to do. And it's important to focus on yourself. So I'm glad that you're taking those steps and acknowledging that you need to better yourself first before you can better and help out others, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, yeah, 100%. That's how I feel.
0: Okay. And before I let you go, can you please let the listeners know where they can find you on social media?
1: On I'm on Twitter, Instagram, and I have a Facebook. If you just look up Blair Onyx, you will find me. Um I post almost every day or like multiple times a week on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. So I'm just on there all all the time.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you so much again, Blair. It was truly a pleasure chatting with you. It was a lot of fun.
1: Thank you. I had so much fun too.